Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, my Georgia Bulldogs, back to back, baby. You know, I had a, uh, I had a, I've told this story on the show. I was lucky enough in the early, starting in the early 80s, you know, I got to travel to SEC. Not everybody got to do that. And, we didn't just do football. We did basketball just because I loved hoops. But uh, Georgia was coming off a, a national championship in 1980 uh, with, you know, her, some guy named Herschel Walker and Vince Dooley. And, and you know, Buck, uh, Buck Blue was able to go, you know, three for 12, kind of like Jay Barker and Kirk Herbstreit. Uh, of course, Herbstreit <laughs> didn't make it to the title game. But anyway, different time then. Well, Dominique Wilkins had gone through Georgia. Well, I got a Georgia hoodie. I got a red Georgia hoodie with the black Georgia, uh, black and white Georgia on the front. And I've told you this story. I was in an SEC basketball tournament in Atlanta, and we were literally, literally walking around the corner. And I bumped into Hugh Durham, who was at that time the, the Georgia basketball coach, Blake. We were at the Omni in Atlanta where – Dominique and Spud Webb and uh, Doc Rivers and those guys were playing at the Mm -hmm. time, the Hawks. And he looked at me like I was from Mars because Georgia didn't have basketball fans, but I had on a a Georgia hoodie. So I may have been one of the first people outside of Georgia to have a Georgia Bulldogs hoodie. The only time I've ever watched Georgia basketball is when they went on that weird run and beat Rick Stansberry in the SEC title game. Yeah. At the Georgia Tech Gymnasium, yeah, because of the tornado, yeah, um, that was your Georgia basketball hit, and brought and to you by No One Cares. Brought to you by, and then um, the first game I went to in Georgia was '97 when Hans Ward scored from four different positions. Was it Hans Ward? He was pretty good. I think so. Against Mississippi State, the final score in the game was forty-seven to nothing. Still closer. We were at the Ritz Carlton in Atlanta before the game was over. Yeah, that was still closer than the national title game. All right, Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Brought to you by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. It's good to be blue, the official health care provider of the Out of Bounds show. Blue Cross Blue Shield of Mississippi. Georgia Bulldogs take care of the TCU Horn Frogs. And I don't think we'll hear any chirping from the Big 12 for a while. Um, 65 to 7. And Stetson Bennett, the fourth, Mr. Ranch dressing will go down 
as one of the dudes in college football, back-to-back national championships. Blake and I have kind of teed up what he could do for a living. I think he has now. He's he's taken that to another level. And um, I can't wait to see what he does. Uh, what do you do? You know, um, Blake, do you expect him to be on an NFL roster next uh, September? So that's a great question. Bet MGM put it out, you know, will Stetson Bennett be drafted? I was going through and thinking, we've had some bad quarterbacks win titles. Very few have won two. In fact, we talked about this. There's only four times in history that a team has won an undisputed back-to-back championship. So I'm not talking about years where there were like eight different teams claiming it, right? right? We're talking about legitimate years, right? So 10-11 Alabama is the only modern era one. There's one, uh, Nebraska, 94-95. And then there's one back in like the 70s or something like that, 80s. So he is in rarefied air. Oh. But get this. He was never selected to be an All-American, either first, second, third team, anything. He's not eligible for the College Football Hall of Fame. Does he deserve to be in the College Football Hall of Fame? To me, is an interesting question. because Is this it because is, he's too old? No, it's because he wasn't selected to be an All-American. Oh. That's a, that is a prerequisite to be... In the Hall of Fame, you have to at least one time be selected to be an All-American at any level of the team. Really? That's, it's part of the old rules. And so this is a very Mike Leach conversation. How do you keep... So there's only like one... Leach came in at like 59 point something yeah, percent? Yeah, 59.7 or something like okay. that. He okay. needed winning percentage. Yeah, he needed three losses to either not be on the record or to like have two losses turn into wins and he would have had the correct percentage, okay. right? Um, which, by the way, the AP put out Mississippi State finished 20th, so it's kind of cool that Mike Leach's last team was a top 20 AP team. Oh, that's cool. Okay, uh, I didn't realize that. But the – how do you – so there's only two quarterbacks in the history of Georgia, which is one of the most famed logoed team, and it's a, it's a logo that everybody knows in college football. It's, a, it's an iconic brand in college football. There's only two quarterbacks who have won a title there. Stetson Bennett won two. He won 29 games in 30 tries in two seasons. That's the most wins for a coach or a quarterback in two years in college football. Can't be in the Hall of Fame. Wow. Wow. So, to and your they point, dropped that list yesterday. Yeah, to your point, will he be drafted? It's a great question. If he wants to play and he tries to play, it's hard for me to believe that a team wouldn't take a flyer on him. Fair enough. Seventh rounder, something like that. But... Or or free agent, yeah, which doesn't count as being drafted, obviously. But to me, the bigger indictment is: can you, as much as we've had fun with Mister Ranch dressing let, and let, his talent, can you write the college football story in the Hall of Fame without Stetson Bennett? He uh, won two titles at Georgia. No, I agree. As much as as crazy that is, I think it. I that's a bad rule. All right, let's ask our listeners. Ag Up Equipment text line. Do you think Stetson Bennett the fourth, Mr. Ranch Dressing, will be drafted? 601-885-3776. Um, we'll give away a bottle of ranch dressing. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> and we may pair it with something else. Really, really cool. Ooh. But also, I'd like to know how much of the game you watched last night. And did you bet on the game last night? All right, so bring it 601-885-3776 is the Ag Up Equipment text line. Did you bet on the game? How long did you stay with it? 
And do you believe that Stetson Bennett the fourth, Georgia's quarterback, will be drafted by an NFL team, obviously, by the NFL in Kansas City in late April, early May? Sometimes that bleeds into like May 1. Sometimes it's like the 29th, 30th, 1st, whatever. What do you think? Ag Up Equipment, John Deere Tractor Text Line, 601-885-3776. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. We're the Out of Bounds Show. want to thank you for going to Apple Podcast or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bow Bounds. We've got the new logo on both, which I really like. Thank you also for streaming the show because sometimes you're in your house, you're at Fondren Fitness, you may be meeting somebody for breakfast at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. B3, whatever, uh, you're walking in your neighborhood. Thank you for streaming the show on thezone1059.com or the Out of Bounds radio app. Now, we've got some audio from Kirby Smart, and it is delicious, okay? This is almost as good as a honey butter chicken biscuit from B3. All right, here we go. This is Kirby Smart, After and he hits, he basically checks three boxes, which is beautiful. We'll get into David Pollock. We've got his audio of David Pollock punking Nick Saban to his face. Yes. They were sitting beside each other at the studio analyst desk inside SoFi Stadium. But first, we have to have Kirby Smart postgame talking about his Georgia Bulldogs going back-to-back. I personally think next year is going to be a much, much more difficult challenge over this year because we had so many guys leaving last year. Uh, we got a lot of guys coming back, and uh, unfortunately, this one right here is not. And uh, tell you a quick story: I walked into my little—they got a real nice head coach's office in that room over there. And I don't know if Stetson knows this, but I walked in, and my ten-year-old son Andrew's bawling. And I was like, "Oh no, somebody's hurt his feelings. Somebody's thrown him down. Somebody's done something to him." I said, "Why are you crying? You're going to ruin my moment." He said, Stetson's leaving. Stetson's gone. I said, he's 25 years old. He's got to go. Got to leave. But he's bawling about Stetson being gone. And, you know, most of our team, we'll have a lot of guys coming back. We're going to lose some really talented guys, probably going to lose some juniors. But the disease that creeps into your program um, is called entitlement. And I've, I've, I've seen it firsthand. And if you can stomp it out with leadership, then you can stay hungry. And uh, we have a saying around our place, we eat off the floor. And if you're willing to eat off the floor, you can be special. Oh, my gosh. That's our theme for 2023. Because, you know, Blake and I are, you know, I mean, we're in the bull in the ring and all that stuff. So, Blake and I decided when we found this audio uh, before the show this morning that our slogan for the Out of Bounds show is eat off the floor so that we're committed to you and that you know that we, we've got that toughness component and we grind, we get here early through the cold, through the rain, through whatever's going on, uh, barricades, whatever we have to do uh, to get up in this uh, luxurious studio. And so our slogan for 2023 is eat off the floor. And um, Blake and I may go to Kessler Prime tonight and sit on the floor and eat um, a bone-in ribeye. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Here's what all he hit in that audio. Um he, all right, this is Kirby Smart. He's convincing his team they're not any good right out of the gate in that audio. Hey, you just went 15-0, and 0, right. but you're terrible. Right. And I don't know if he's putting, like, computer chips in their shoulders or something. I, I'm not sure, but that, that's amazing. They all thought they were dog poo-poo by March last year after coming off their first national championship. We'll see what he can do this year. Number two, 
His son crying about Stetson leaving was hilarious. His son's name is Andrew. I didn't know that. And the fact that Stetson Bennett the fourth was 25 years old and playing college quarterback last night was even better. Because um, Stetson looks like he's 30. And number three is the eat off the floor comment. I mean, if if we love, you know, Dan Campbell's kneecap biting stuff, um, Will Muschamp's going into halftime drop that we've dropped a million times. There, there's there's others, right? I mean, how much how much Oklahoma drill and bull in the ring can you do on a Thursday afternoon to find that toughness in your players, right? So. I love this. The the disease that creeps into your program is called entitlement. Mm. But the slogan for the out of, and, and if y'all want to join it, in fact, I think you should make it the slogan for your business this morning. You should get all your employees together. I know the commitment level will be off the charts and just tell them that your new slogan for your business this year as you tackle Q1 is eat off the floor. We have a saying around our place, we eat off the floor. Yeah. And if you're willing to eat off the floor, you can be special. I didn't know we'd been doing that since 2003 on the Out of Bounds show, but but we are. So, now, that that is delicious. We'll continue to drop that audio. I have to tell you about this game-changing product I use before a night out with drinks. It's called Z-Biotics. Let's face it. After a night out with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to, and I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. And that is until I found Z-Biotics. Every time I have a Z-Biotics before drinks, I notice a difference the next day. Even after a night out, I can confidently plan on hosting this show and being awesome without worry. Look, I won't lie. I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then while hanging out with friends over cocktails, I gave it a shot. And believe me, it is the real deal. Go to zbiotics.com slash OOB to get 15% off your first order when you use OOB at checkout. Remember to head to zbiotics.com slash OOB and use the code OOB at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. But David Pollack, as y'all know, Nick Saban did the TV last night because he does it the years he's not in the national title game. Um, and David Pollock and all those guys, Reese Davis and um, Desmond Howard and whoever, uh, Pat McAfee, all the guys are doing their thing. And David Pollock, who is a former Georgia player, edge rusher, uh, but it is looking straight at Nick Saban, given his commentary, and this is and he punks he's, Nick he's like Saban. A, he's like two feet away. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like they can smell each other's breath, and and this is what David Pollock, former Georgia player, current ESPN college football analyst, says straight to Nick Saban's face last night. And, and Georgia, obviously, you've seen in the past couple seasons now, really. They've taken hold of college football. They did an unbelievable job. Uh, this is a young football team. Taken hold of college football the past two years, the, the baby. The best is Saban's face. Well, he can't say he's on national television. Right. You can't say anything, and you didn't even make your division championship. Right. Like, so Nick just has to sit there and take it. You let a solid LSU team win the West. Let's be honest. Yeah. 
I mean, for LSU standards, since they Nick weren't dynamic, turned it around. They were not dynamic in two thousand. No, but if you take LSU the last twenty two years, that is a pretty good LSU team. Far from good, really good, or what they did a couple of years ago with Joe Burrow, Correct. and Joe Brady. Oh well, that's even an out. I mean, they weren't even like Zach Mettenberger good offensively, right? Like so, that's yeah. That forget Joe Joe Burrow. That might be the cream of the crop of all of all football offenses ever but you could see Saban's face Pollock says Georgia's been the <laughs> the best in college football the last two years and Nick Saban looked like he'd like to reach out with his left hand and just wrap it around Pollock's throat yeah and just start squeezing yes I mean that was the face that he made wow and David Pollock who did nothing at Georgia wow like, I, come on come on I mean I agree I agree he was overrated but but he was like that that it was the last of the gutty, gritty middle linebackers. Or no, he was safeties, whatever no, no, it is. No, he was on the edge. He was, was he an edge? edge? Oh, yeah. I guess he was an edge he rusher. Wore number yeah. forty-seven. That's true. I think of him as a linebacker because of how he look looks. Good in the uniform. Well, that's what I was going to say. Know what I'm He's saying? so small. Like these guys, like like you know, Miles Garrett and Bosa and these dudes. Well, that's Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Um, <laughs> no, I think it's the fact that Pollock said that he, you know, you're talking to the best at least to this point, the best coach-slash-program builder of all time no in college doubt. football. No question. Forget, I, I know people want to go Bear Bryant. We're talking about real football, not when it was cheating. Saban's dominance over the last decade-plus is unheard of, unheralded, unprecedented. Right. And yet, Kirby looks, at least right now, like he has the potential to surpass that. Yeah. At 47 years old with two titles, he's he's going to make a, a run at... You feel confident he's going to make a run at five, okay? Easily. Right? He could, Let's say he coaches... Now, when they do away with... Kirby has been nested over in the East, which has helped, and he draws Georgia Tech every year. Yeah, which is which a joke. Yeah. Okay? I mean, Georgia it has all the advantages, and they have more resources than Alabama, and they have more money. Their alumni base has more money than the University of Alabama Crimson Tide. And I know Bama's, you know, alumni base, like all alumni bases, has become more wealthy, especially the last 20, 30 years as you've been able to accelerate making money in in, in the world and in markets. But, Blake, it, it and it also, you really ask the question, can Florida ever bounce back? You know, they're not going to cheat like Georgia, Bama, and LSU, but it's no longer cheating. NIL has made it legal and okay, but are they going to get on board at the level of Georgia? I mean, if Georgia really had 94,000 donors, which is what they claimed yeah. last June, who just gave $10 a month. Yeah, I mean, it didn't Ten, matter literally how much $10 they gave, a month, right? Not counting the rich people. So yeah. if Georgia really had 94,000 donors in NIL last June, hell, if they had half that, but whatever. What in the world? I mean, could that'd be 11 million a year if they gave t- if 94,000 people gave $10 a month for okay. 12 months, that's 11.28 million. Got it. It'd be almost what Ole Miss says they have in their NIL. Well, that's why the head of the Georgia NIL <laughs> scoffed at some of the things that he's heard the last sixty let, days when it comes to NIL. Let but, me let me ask you this question. All right, go with, ahead. With 
all of this and the the responses to Stetson Bennett are crazy. We've we'll had get back into that. Soon. We've had everything from he's Tim Tebow to he's Drew Brees, which is an incredible, oh my God. an incredible spread what, of what's takes. In the, what's in their coffee this morning? It's an incredible spread of takes. But let me ask you this question. I know we're going to have movement in the SEC and all these things are changing, but when you look at the landscape, is it that Alabama has fallen? Is it that Georgia's gotten better? Or is it that there's just a little more room on the playing field for everyone at that top level? Not everyone in the country, but those top, like we said earlier, 10, maybe to 12 teams. Is Georgia that much more dominant or are things getting spread out and so Alabama's not as dominant? What I'm just thinking because as we sit I, well, here after. I know what happened is uh, Alabama lost their way on the defensive side of the football just to get it cut right to the chase. And that's what brought Alabama, Alabama down. Alabama lost their way on the defensive side of the football and got, I can't believe Nick Saban did this because he is the GOAT. Um, he lost focus of that side of the football when they started chasing yards and points, which I never, I thought he could do that, but also keep them, you know, sharpen the sword on the defensive side of the football. They've been trending the wrong way for some time now on the defensive side of the football. They're, they're not as nasty, as dominating, as focused, or and by the way, or as well coached. I mean, Pete Golding is not Kirby Smart or Jeremy Pruitt as a defensive coordinator. They do not have an elite defensive coordinator. So then they don't. did Georgia take advantage of that or is Georgia just insanely more dominant than Alabama and everyone else in the country? Georgia's built to win more than Bama. It's just hard for us to wrap our brain around that because Paul Bear Bryant because mm-hmm. Bama's been more committed. Yeah. And and coach Paul Bear Bryant won six and Nabin and Saban won six there. Mm-hmm. And Georgia is they have more resources, they have the state to themselves, and they are a richer alumni base. Yeah. Don't and yet, ever forget even though Bama has more title, it's harder to win at Bama correct. than it is at Georgia and LSU. I agree. But it's it's hard for the for the regular fan to think about that because all we've had is Bama since 09 mm-hmm. and we'll we'll always have Coach Paul Bear Bryant's run from 1958 to 1982. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, Georgia, as dominant as they've been in the regular season, again, 29-1 and one in their last 30 games. If, if Alabama is full strength, they probably lose the title game last year. And if Ohio State's full strength, they probably don't make the title game this year. Yeah. And that's why I go... But, but it's we can also, say that about every champion. No, and that's why I say you it's know, great. Clemson had a... Uh, you, you, whether you're in high school... And let's say whoever win, won the football or basketball championships this year, you need something you need to go your way. You're, you're going to be well Correct. coached. You're going to have good players. I'm, I don't want to take anything away from that. But you have to have things balanced. But you have to have yeah. a couple of things yeah. go your way. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. I guess maybe my point is it's easy to overreact. Like we've done and we've kind of had fun with it of, oh, Kirby Smart's going right, to be better dynasty. Stetson Bennett. Yeah. But he's, they got through if with they Stetson. go up to a, um, Oh man, like Bo Wallace level QB. What as is far as, as far as six three, two hundred and twenty pounds. Is Stetson not closer to Bo Wallace than we've given him credit though? I don't I, know well, that I've there's never that seen big Bo Wallace yeah. with that kind of talent. I don't yeah. know. I mean, you know, I've never I've never I've never been able to watch Bo Wallace over twenty games have mm-hmm. that kind of defense. Mm-hmm. No, I agree with that. I'm not trying I mean, to take record into it. I'm trying to take what you see on the field. To yeah. me, Stetson Bennett is closer to Bo Wallace. I, like I don't you know. need a I mean, if, if I dropped Bo Wallace with that kind of talent, he was all, he yeah. already put up game station uh, PlayStation numbers. Yeah. 
what would he be at at what would Dak be? What would Eli be? What would um Nick Fitzgerald be with that kind of talent? Yeah. And the fact that the Georgia defense gives you the ball every minute and a half. And that's the ultimate you know, it's crazy that we sit here full circle after Saban had to go the Kiffin route to get offense to be able to compete with the Clemson, the LSU, that kind of thing. Like Connor Shaw was unbelievable yeah. at South Carolina. Georgia's like, doing it the old school way. He led them to 11 wins. Yeah, and yet Georgia's doing it the old school way. It's defense first. What would Connor Shaw be with all that talent yeah. around him at Georgia plus a defense that gives you the ball yeah. every 90 seconds? Or is Kirby just always going to be a defensive first guy? And you're just, the offense but is always going to be slightly trip, They underperform. will eventually get a Justin Fields to stay. Mm-hmm. What is he going to be when he gets a Justin Fields, yeah. C.J. Stroud? Well, he went after Arch Manning hard. So, I mean, that would have been clearly the best quarterback yeah, they've ever Arch had. Arch Manning will never win a national championship at Texas. So, he'll, he'll, you know, they may have some fun and he may do some fun things. But Steve Sarkeesian's not well, winning a national you know title why? in Texas. Because Steve Sarkeesian doesn't. We have a saying around our place. We eat off the floor. He doesn't do that. If you're willing to eat off the floor, you can be special. That is our slogan for 2023 yeah. for the Out of Bounds show. I hope and if Arnett you want to join it. us, yeah. we're going to eat off the floor. Arnett and Kiffin better start eating off the floor, right? Yeah. <laughs> Zach Arnett looks like he could eat off the floor. He does. Yeah. But uh, I, I want to know if you're committed to eating off the floor in 2023 to get better. And if you're going to talk to your employees this morning, bring everybody together. Is that even legal anymore? I don't know. Anyway, bring everybody together in a conference room or some kind of... Um, cafeteria type place and ask them if they're willing to eat off the floor because that's commitment anything less than that and you're not trying to be a champion the out of bounds show is brought to you by blue cross blue shield of mississippi it's good to be blue the official health care provider of the out of bounds show blue cross blue shield of mississippi will stetson bennett get drafted 601-885-3776 hit us with the text